And three, you can't do accents. I can do accents. I don't think you can. Do you want to try? Do you want to try to do a random accent generator? Yeah, give it, hit me. Hit me. Okay. Wheel of random countries. Okay, this might get hairy. Okay, so it does say China, but I'm going to veto that. I'm going to take that one out and spin it again to get us out to uh, uh, lighter waters. Okay, and that one is Niger, so we're going to get rid of that one, and we're going <laughs> to spin it again. <laughs> there it is. Like four on this wheel that is going to be okay. Okay, that one, that one is Bangladesh. That's borderline. I'll give you Bangladesh. Hang on, let me Google where Bangladesh. Nope. Is okay, you you missed out. I we'll get one. I promise. What? Switzerland. Switzerland. Well, they just sound American. They don't. Well, they sound. Well, they sound like French. Bonjour. My my name is Swissman from Switzerland. I am doing a Swiss accent. Yeah, you're never meeting my child. I am totally meeting this kid, and he's never gonna know, be the wiser that I'm not <laughs> British. Okay, do a British accent then. Oh dear, Sparky. Oh, it seems that you. <laughs> I, forgot. I fucking forgot, you <laughs> bastard. Sixty-one episodes, and I fucking forgot. Fuck. <laughs> it seems your son has wet himself. Welcome, everyone, to episode sixty-one of ninety-nine one hundred, the podcast counting up the top one hundred domestic grossing box office movies of nineteen ninety-nine. I. Am your flying solo host Sparky Shelton, and I'm Ryan. That's right, folks. After 61 episodes, we decided to kill Jordan. He had a good run. He had a long life, ups and downs, and we decided that it would be best for everybody if he was ritually slaughtered um, and uh, devoured by wolves. So we don't have a co-host today. And it's definitely because we killed Jordan and not because I forgot to text the person that I wanted to co-host. How are you, Ryan? How you doing? You know, I'm hanging out. That's great. Do you want to hear everything there is to know about the the Veiled Prophet Ball? I don't think I have a choice. You don't. You're goddamn right. Okay. We, we at this show know that this show is timeless. Um... Because it will be online forever or however long it is until my credit card expires and the domain hosting goes away. Um, So we like to keep things contemporary. Would you say that's correct, Ryan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the biggest news story today? The biggest news story today? Um... The Australians accidentally made this metal that can be heated up to 1,400 degrees Kelvin or 1,173 degrees Celsius. Really? Yeah, they accidentally did that. They were trying to do something else. Those what's, the second, what's the second <laughs> most important thing happening today? Is it Ukraine entering NATO? No, it's fucking Ellie Kemper in 1999. That's right. It's relevant, baby. We are a podcast, all things 1999, starting today. And that uh, we're going to talk about is Miss Ellie Kemper, who's getting into a little hot water for doing what her parents made her do 21 years ago. 
Was that actually 1999? It was actually 1999. Well, she that's was... coincidental. Okay. Welcome back to your news casting host <laughs> podcast from 1999, where we talk about the news from 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Clinton shouldn't be president. Also, in a so I want you to tell me everything you know about the Vale Profit Ball. The I know that it's about Confederacy. Okay. Something to do with the KKK, probably, because those two are usually hand in hand. Sure. And uh, they don't like the Jews. And as a Jew, I resent that. Yes. Okay. So do you want... Okay. What we are talking about, for those of you who have been under a fucking rock, um, there is a <laughs> secret, quote-unquote, secret society in St. Louis that is a debutante ball called the Veiled Prophet Ball. And uh, Ellie Kemper, when she was like 18, was the... Do you want to take a stab at what the actual title that she held from the Veil Prophet Ball was, Ryan? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. We can edit that out in post. Um, so if... if so debut wait, what's it called? The debutante ball? It's the veiled prophet ball, but a debutante ball is like the wider Oh, is she not just the veiled prophet? No, the veiled prophet is a is a prominent St. Uh, Louis businessman um who is veiled and therefore uh therefore is unknown. Now um the title of the young woman who is the prettiest, I guess. It's unclear to me how they choose. Um, I guess it's the one that the old Veiled Prophet wants to fuck the most, I guess, is uh, <laughs> is honored with the title of Queen of Love and Beauty. I don't like that. That sounds a little rapey. <laughs> I think you're not, you're not, you're not wrong about that. Um, so the Veiled Prophet... Uh, <laughs> was used to drum up business in St. Louis. So it was just this guy, this fucking dude, whose name was Charles Slayback, which, okay, that's pretty fucking sick. It, this whole thing screams like Walmart version of Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, I mean, certainly Midwest version of Jeffrey Epstein, Uh, but maybe not Jeffrey Epstein because it's unclear that people were like being... Predatorized. I think it was more like, you know, rich people doing weird rich What was people the shit. title of the girl? Queen of Love and Mercy. Or Queen yeah, of Love and Beauty. Uh she yeah, and she did have <laughs> like a like a crown, but also like a like a a, a a a like a feather. Like she had a feather on their head. Um, very strange. Um you are right. When it first started, uh, the uh, Veiled Prophet, which is this honorific uh, that um, that is elected by everybody else, is uh, uh, very clanny. I would say very clanny. Um, the Wikipedia article says, uh, while the image of the Veiled Prophet displayed in the Missouri Republican bears resemblance to the uniforms of the Ku Klux Klan, it predates the adoption of the uniforms by 37 years, uh, the latter being inspired by Birth of a Nation. So 
It's proto Ku Klux Klan. It's like before. Interesting. Um, <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, I thought that this was going to be funnier, but I think it's mostly just kind of depressing. So yeah, I he, was getting that vibe. Here's, Didn't want to say anything because you were so excited. Weirdly so. Here's, but, uh, here's here's what I think is is the fucking buckwild part. So it started it started as a way for people to drum up. It was basically this guy Charles Slayback, who was a grain broker with a fucking kick ass name. He was in the Confederacy, so he can suck it. Um, he was in New Orleans, and he saw like them doing their Mardi Gras shit, and he was like, hey, what if it was uh, shitty and in St. Louis? And <laughs> so he got all of the, it says he got all of the local business leaders at the Lindell Hotel, and his brother Alonzo Slayback uh, were like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to, like, get real fucking weird and dressed up. And we're going to create this whole mythology about how there's this prophet from God who had his face blown off and now wears a veil who is a prophet. And he is a world traveler who blessed, of all places, St. Louis, Missouri in 1878. And he's like, I am from God. I'm here in Missouri, and I'm going to say which daughter of your prominent businessmen I'd like to fuck. And then they did that in 1878, and then every single year after that until now. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was my crazy Uncle Sparky talking about... (laughs) It's crazy this, fucking it's, cult. Yeah, in there's, Louis, absolutely, there's absolutely <laughs> fucking no comedy in there. I just think that it's like, <laughs> obviously, its whole point was to like uh, uh, solidify class rule and class intimidation and has a whole bunch of gross stuff along with it. But I really fucking dig the impulse of fucking Charles Slayback to be like, you know what the city needs? <laughs> Weird goddamn costumes. It needs a weird fucking mythology in a secret society to really get my grain going. That's good marketing, I think. I think we need to bring back that impulse without the racism and the sexism and the anti-Semitism. Just, Sparky, did, did you ever see that movie Accepted? Um, yeah, where they, they made a pretend college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know who Louis Black is? Um... The teacher, well, I, Lewis Black is Lewis Black of yeah, yeah, Back in Black on the, the yeah, it's, he it's Lewis Black. Yeah, it's Lewis yeah, Black. Is, you're giving me some Lewis Black vibes right now. Me right now? Yeah. Yeah, right now. When he was like, it was like late on Jon Stewart's uh, reign on The Daily Show and they did Back in Black and it was sort of like, okay, that one wasn't very good, but he's a legend, so we got to respect it. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair criticism. I'll accept that. Yeah, only because you phrased it as he's a legend, but we have to get it, let it slide. Um, not the words I would have chosen, but uh, Lewis Black. No, for yourself, because you're. Obviously... Oh no 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 no, <laughs> no 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 no! I am most definitely not that. I'm a entry level engineer in upstate not Alabama. Yet, anyways, so not yet. Not yet. Once we make it to the big time, baby, you sons of bitches are gonna regret throwing tomatoes at the Sparkster. Yeah, we're coming for you, Portnoy. We're coming for you. I'm going to eat that man's fucking breakfast. I'm going to eat that man's fucking breakfast and shit in his mouth. I'm coming for you, Dave Portnoy. 
eat my ass. Well, that's that was inflammatory. That made me, maybe I'll like have a tangerine off the side, like the fruit bowl that comes. But because you're not offering Dave Portnoy, but you know, I I don't want to be too too rude. You know, overstep my bounds too. I'm much. eating. I'm eating his breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and his fucking midnight snack. Eat my ass. What's for Dave lunch, Portnoy? I don't what know. does Dave Portnoy eat for lunch? Pizza, because uh, he does the pizza reviews. The wages of his workers, I'm going to guess. <laughs> he the eats fucking, one bite of the pizza wealth, for lunch. The wealth generated by his exploited employees. Yeah, we went two completely different tracks on that one. He probably just fucking snorts pre-workout and fucks a prostitute. Who deserves better than Dave Portnoy? I don't know that. There are some... Prostitutes can be bad people, too. They don't all have to have hearts of gold. Speaking of Hearts of Gold, our movie this week was the 1999 classic war movie, Three Kings. I can't believe you. What? (laughs) Of all of the things that we've said on this program, the most, the thing that finally crosses the line is that not all prostitutes are good people. Respect sex workers. I, I did not say I don't respect sex workers. I'm saying that anybody can be a sex worker and their job is not indicative of their moral character. Ergo, they can be shitheads too. Fair enough. Yeah. I'll allow it. You stepped to the throne. You thought I didn't think that out. You dumb bitch. Well, technically there should be three thrones because this is the movie, hey, Three Kings. Oh, nice. I feel like I'm getting in the bad habit of saying like, you stupid bitch. It's to just me like, or just in general? Just generally. <laughs> I mean, like, not a worker at the bank or anything, but like, <laughs> but like, I just really like, I like the plosive of it. I like the plosive. I'm very I careful like, of who I say, say it to because it's a mean thing to say. It's like a bad thing you probably shouldn't say unless you know that the person you're saying it to is not offended by it. But just like that. It's like right up in the teeth, you dumb bitch. Like right there. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, you know, it's a, it's a good one. It's a good one. Speaking of slurs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this movie's got a lot of them because they go to, what country are they in? Iraq? They're in Iraq. It's in the, it's after uh, uh, the first desert storm. Um, they had liberated Kuwait from Saddam. And, um, and and they're just sort of like they're 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 bringing it down. They're kind of like closing out the war. Oh yeah, and then and then old Clooneyman comes in and he's like, "Boys, let's see that ass map that you just found." <laughs> For context, Marky Mark and Ice Cube. Surprised he didn't melt. Uh, that was a dumb joke. <laughs> Jesus fucking. Uh, Christ, <laughs> uh, they are doing strip searches of a bunch of Iraqi. Well, it's him and Luke Citizen. Wilson. Luke Will or not Luke Wilson. I thought it was Luke Wilson, but it's fucking Spike Jones. Who directed um the really racist one. Who acted like a uh, Murtaugh oh. from A Team. You know the A Team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Murtaugh, the pilot. His name was like Com- Comrade or some shit. Conway. Con no, it was Conrad. It was Conrad, you're right. I was thinking of Devin Conway, the New Zealand debutante. Uh, Tess Batsman. Oh, we're going a, full circle on that one. Scored 212 uh, in his first ever test innings. It was very impressive. Oh, never mind. Totally different. Yeah, deb- you said debutante. I did say I, just... de- I did say debutante, but that is what it's called when you're in your first test match, um, on your debut. Debutante. Anywho, Marky Mark, Mark and the Cube. Debutante. <laughs> <laughs> 
are taking papers out of their debutantes. <clears throat> it was their first debutant. <laughs> hey, um. <laughs> um, and they find the map to the buried treasure, sir. <laughs> That would, be, uh, yeah. that would make a very interesting Dora episode. Let's get out the map. Oh, God. I'm the map. I'm the map. That's enough of that joke. We'll cut it out. Continue, Ryan. <laughs> it would be more like backpack, backpack. Because she takes it out of the... the she like rips backpack? it. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Lord. How do those maps and backpack fuck? Have we considered this? What? Like the map and They're sentient. How does the big red chicken fuck, Sparky? How does the big red chicken fuck? There's a big red chicken? What are we talking about? Yeah, it's about? a whole episode. It's really fucking big and they couldn't find it. I don't know how it was the size of a mountain and they were like, I don't I can't see it. Like They're on top of it the whole time. <laughs> they thought they were walking. No, it through. was on the horizon. She asks me, "Which hill is it? Is it the big red chicken or is it the I hill?" Love, I love that you really like bought into the bought into the fiction that she's asking you. Like, I was watching Dora. She had the audacity to ask me where the big red. Ch- she she's all like, "I'm just vibing on the couch," and she's all like, "She's all like, hey 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 Ryan, where's the uh, where's the big red chicken?" And I'm like, "You asshole, it's right on yeah. the horizon." Insulting my intelligence, no less. Barely teaching me Spanish. <laughs> Anyways, they take the map out of a guy's ass. They take <laughs> it back to a tent. George Clooney is like the four of us. We're going to go steal this gold. So they go steal the gold. It goes pretty quick. They fucking find it, and then they steal it. it they even employed the members of the town that they found it in. Yeah, the, the, this, is, this is Kuwaiti gold stolen by Saddam. So they're going to bunkers, and they do pretty quickly. They find, uh, they find the bags, um, and there's a nice little Easter egg where Ice Cube knows which of the luxury, the other stolen luxury... Um, uh, How is that an Easter egg? Well, it's an Easter egg because he knows which one carries the most weight because he's uh he loads he's uh loads well, luggage onto a plane. Yeah, that's not an Easter egg. That's just a plot point. Well, you know, I'm although gonna... Ice Cube is a very successful rapper, so he probably just has a lot of that very nice. Yeah, it, it works both yeah. ways. All right, we're yeah. now 15 minutes in, 20 minutes in, so we're gonna spin the wheel again. And see if you can get another accent. Ready? All right. Okay. Oh, well, this one's great. It's France. You just did one. No, I can't redo France. Okay. Well, I'll spin it again. It goes so slow. Just give me the fucking country. (laughs) Okay. So this one's Jamaica. Why do you say it like that? Why are you... Well, you could do it okay, but you might do it bad. I, I is it how is it not racist for me to do a shitty British accent, but it's immediately racist if I do an accent of any other country? Colonialism. That's why. I'm colonialism. Uh, fair enough. I guess I'm on the wrong side of colonialism, anyways. You are. Your family is white and from South Africa, <laughs> so statistically, yeah, my boy. <laughs> but I'm also Jewish, so it like. I'm not does, going there. I'm yeah, not. Does I'm it not cancel it out? Does it really cancel <laughs> it out? Um, uh, 
Yeah, they're going through the desert. Mall. No, no, not with oh, the really? accent. No, this was like oh. this is just like a flash thing. Oh, okay. So we're not okay. I I see. I see how we're <laughs> my mistake. Um, they're yeah. So I don't fucking jeez. Uh, they get ambushed, right? I don't know what happens. Yeah, uh, they fucking shoot some tear gas into the sky using oh. a mortar, which doesn't seem like the most effective delivery method when you're in a big open area. No, it is. Um. Because it has a chance to, like, blow in the wind and spread out. Oh, I see. I um, see. So, right. Ju- George Clooney's whole thing is that he doesn't want to kill anybody. He's got to he's gotta not. He's like, we're going to go in and out. We're going to be surgical. Well, that was the ceasefire, too. Right. We're not going to shoot anybody. We're not going to go big. And uh, Spike Jones's character is like, I want some fucking action. Let's fucking go. Um, Mark Wahlberg had just killed a guy in the opening scene of the movie. An ice cube related to the robbery. An ice cube is like a professional. Like he was special ops. He's fucking. He was. He's legit. Um, he's a pro. And uh, uh, so they're trying not to shoot anybody. And then um, the Iraqi army uh, murders this woman in cold blood. Um, and uh, and then uh, George Clooney is like. Not on my watch. And fucking, they get into a gunfight. Oh my god, that scene pissed me the fuck off. Why? I don't know if my Amazon Prime was glitching or some <laughs> shit. I don't think it was. Oh, but yeah, But it was no. like watching a turn-based game. Yeah, no, it was incredibly slow. It also was the like... exposure on like 90% of the movie. It looked really shitty. It was very oh, orange. Fuck. The it was, I think it was more white balance than anything else. Um... But yeah, it was just like a very, a very slow motion, dramatic action, fucking whatever. Um, ah, but it didn't do the job dramatically. They, <laughs> it was ah, my god. They need to take that back, redo it, reshoot. Yeah, it was bad. Um, so after that firefight, uh, they um. Oh, they, they end up in the minefield. They're running away. The reinforcements come out. There's tear gas. Um, and then some uh, rebel fighters uh, link up with them and save their lives. Yeah, the townspeople kind of shove them into this weird bunker thing. And Marky Mark gets kidnapped and like right. gets oil poured down his throat. While the other boys oil are trying to figure... Throat. I don't remember that. Really? No. It was when the guy's like... Americans killed my son. Oh yeah, I forgot that that was part of the. I forgot that that was part of the. Um, uh, I forgot that that was part of the um, torture. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Marky Mark's getting tortured. These guys are getting guns and talking to the rebels and be like, "We gotta save our boy." So they go save the boy after buying a bunch of cars using the gold they just stole from the Iraqi police, I think, or like military. Right. There's some pretty cool cars. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. They they run up on this town and they're like, "We need cars." And they, uh, <laughs> um, I was looking for a better accent generator. That's why I wasn't paying as much attention. Oh, um, insane. Yeah, it's bad. It's a bad habit of mine. Um. So, uh, they get all the cars. They get all the cars that were stolen from Kuwait. And there's some Rolls's and some Bentleys 
etc. Yeah, and then they they take the cars, they drive them through the desert, mm-hmm. impersonate Saddam Hussein them, himself. Right. That's how they they <clears throat> send somebody. They send the guy whose wife got murdered in the first firefight to be like, "Hey, go tell them that Saddam is angry that they fucked up and that he's coming to kill all of them." Uh, and they do this fake procession, and everybody. Um, uh, 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 everybody fucking runs away. Almost yeah. everybody runs away. Well, yeah, like all the all the yeah, like a few few of the soldiers who are guarding this bunker that Marky Mark is in because he's such a badass that he's about to break out and just go ba ba ba. Yeah, yeah. And they bring in a helicopter and shit with a minigun on it. Mm-hmm. And this was like a cool part of the movie, and you know, it's like super action packed and explosions and shit. Um, and then they save Marky Mark. But the movie doesn't end there because our boy Conrad dies in a firefight after getting sniped by one of the dudes who didn't run away. He, like, camped out in a bush, waited for the firing to stop. Oh, yeah. And then shot him. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. They also shot Marky Mark. They did shoot Marky Mark, but he and he had a collapsed lung, and he had to, like, devent it so that uh, uh, his lungs didn't get crushed by the internal pressure, um, which I guess is a real thing that happens to people. That's scary. I don't like it when that happens. Um, no. Yeah, and then that's basically the end of the movie. They give the gold back to Kuwait. They do give the gold back to Kuwait, except they do at some point bribe, or they give gold bars to the refugees that they get across yeah, the border. Well, yeah, because the refugees are like, this is our gold, kind of, right? Like, you're stealing it from our town. You walked in here, and now you're just like, Give us that gold. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's like if I walked into your house, okay, with a gun, okay, but very calmly, Unlikely. yeah, but, uh, but very continue. calmly, and I was like, I'm just gonna take this, and I'm not gonna shoot you. What is it that you were gonna take? Uh, something valuable. What do you think is the most valuable thing in my apartment? Your gaming PC. Um. What graphics card do you have? I have a twenty seventy super. That thing's probably worth like fourteen hundred dollars now. Yeah, yeah. And it still doesn't fucking work. <laughs> it's very frustrating. I'm gonna have to like take apart my old computer and like swap components until something works. But I, don't I, know. I noticed that some of the refugees were white. Mm, mm. I think that was just the really shitty uh, uh, casting. No, the orange balance or the white balance. Oh, okay. It made everybody look orange. Uh, somehow. Um, yeah, and it then that was the, the fucking bunch. end of the movie. Mark Wahlberg has a kid in the film, but Work. also in real life. Works, does he? In real life, yeah, he has a bunch of kids. I think. How many? Are Wahlberg is. What's the? That's... What's the over under? Give me an over under. I'll put. I'll put four bucks on the over under. Of how many kids Mark Wahlberg has. Three kids. I'm going to take the under. Well, you have to do it in a half increment, so it splits it. What the fuck is a half increment of a child? Like over or under two and a half, because if it's over, then it's three and up. If it's under. Okay, over two and a half. Okay, I'm going to say, I'm going to take the under there. Mark Wahlberg kids. I don't think he has very many kids. He has four fucking kids. What the fuck? I fucking told you. I said that out loud. God damn it. You owe me $4, a dollar per child. Um, 
Or did you do, did you want to do four dollars per child? Uh, I did not say any bet at all, um, and there's no evidence to suggest that I ever did. It's literally recorded, you piece of shit. Mm, well, we'll see how it comes <laughs> out in the edit. Um, maybe maybe nobody knows if, if I took the under or the over. So, um, wow. <laughs> Um, yeah, man, we made quick work of that shit. Okay, look, the movie was like 90% shooting and then like 5% dialogue. That is true. Yeah, it was a pretty, there were like four plot points. We covered them all, um, which is going to bring us to, um, do you have any Miller highlights? Uh, yeah, that brings us to Miller highlights, the champagne of bits, the bit that we talk about all of the favorite bits of the movie. Uh, cause Miller highlight is the champagne of beers. And yeah, it's 61 episodes in, my man. You don't got to explain a bit. Uh, I, what if they're just tuning in right now? Uh, highly unlikely. I don't know. Unless it's the people that I met this weekend and they, for whatever fucking reason, actually listen to this. And well, you retweet it. our Twitter. Or I retweet my Twitter. Yeah, that's true. Oh, wait. Okay. Wait, going back to Nazis for a second. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> always. Always ready to go back. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm starting a new bit. You can catch it on Twitter. Okay. Accidental swastikas, in the wild. Sure. Is this just gonna be like straight lines at right angles? What do you? What? I I'm saying that um, given that the first thing that happened was the San Diego Padres logo, which is no fucking close, not even close to a swastika. We'll let the people decide. I think they're gonna be stretches. I think they're all gonna be a be a stretch. I actually well, think the bur- that works. Okay, the I'm pretty sure there's one? a I'm pretty sure that there's a fucking Reddit subreddit for that. Probably. I saw I saw something like a, a a graphic design teacher make a comment on this once. So I was like, that's a good bit. I'm taking that. Accidental swastika. It's with a K. Um oh yeah, we got 91,000 members in this one, my man. So, Word. I'm going to Fucking feed off that then. Um, <laughs> nah, I'm gonna do it for myself. I'm doing it for myself and the community. Yeah. Um. I think that. Uh, oh man. Yeah, there's some swastikas up there. Good, good stuff. Good I'm st- glad that it's now in your white Aryan looking asses history. Yeah, that is not the most concerning thing in my history, my man. They gross. They got enough stuff stuff i don't like that i'm gonna bleep that i'm gonna bleep that (laughs) and people are gonna wonder what the fuck is he in into um back to miller highlights the answer is (laughs) (laughs) back to miller highlights the champagne of bits the bit that we talk about our highlights you did it already do it do the what's your bit what's your bit uh i was stalling because you couldn't think of a single fucking thing this movie, movie was not great this movie did nothing for me this movie did I, nothing for me. It felt like they saw this movie and Saving Private Ryan on a table, like the scripts for them on a table. And the douchebag producer was like, World War II was a long time ago. Operation Desert Storm was a little time ago. I'm choosing the new one. There is There is actually a pretty interesting story about how this movie came about which was there was this writer who was trying to uh, write and sell a film as quickly as possible. Um, and he 
uh, and he wrote this movie in 15 days and sold it 18 days after it was finished. Um, it was like a little over a month to turn around. Yeah, and need I say more? And then this is the the crazy part is David O. Russell, the director of this movie, said that he saw the like the little log line about, and it just said heist film set at the end of the first desert war um, or desert storm. Uh, and, um, and then he was like, that was just the nugget of the idea that became this movie. And the writer was like, fucking excuse me. That was my entire movie. You did my movie. And he finally got the story by credit. Um, but David O. Russell just fucking stole it from him. Just like they stole the gold from those poor refugees in Iraq. (laughs) Bingo, baby. Well, well, it wasn't their gold. It was fucking Kuwait's gold. Yeah, but they shot that guy's wife. The Iraqis did, yeah. Yeah, so it's like give give it comeuppance or something, whatever. Comment. Why would that? Why would that not be their gold? No, the gold belongs to Kuwait. The gold did never belong to Iran or Iraq. Oh yeah, well you know. It was in Iraq, so. And uh, ownership is nine tenth possession is nine tenths of the law, so, um, something like that. I don't know. Go to jail for like the amount too, right? Um, not in like fifteen states now, though. I'm, Spending this on weed, oh, baby. Weed, got it. I got it. <laughs> nice one, buddy. Nice. Um, I think my favorite. Uh, my favorite was not. In the movie, my favorite, <laughs> um, uh, my favorite little Easter egg uh, that they missed that they could have done is Ice Cube and Spike Jones are in the car driving and they're fighting about what um, what songs to put on. And I thought it would be funny if they put an NWA song on, and Ice Cube was like, "Man, fuck this," something like that. You know what I mean? That would have been yeah, funny. They- dude, dude. That would have been fucking funny, dude. We would have killed it as comedians in 99, but no other so time. That would so fucking funny. No other time would we be good at comedy. I mean, yeah, being a comic in 1999, at least in movies, is just it comes down to being like, hey, isn't it wild we all secretly want to fuck teenagers? <laughs> and then, like, a million dollars. You get a million dollars. That's how it was. How it happened. Don't leave me. Don't leave me in silence. <laughs> don't leave me in silence after that bit, please. <laughs> I didn't say it. The movie said it. We. If you need proof, I've got sixty episodes, and then probably the next forty as well. When was Seinfeld? Like eighty-eight, I think, was the first year. Why? Oh, oh yeah, because no, he fucked. Because like, he fucked a seventeen-year-old. I thought that was Woody Allen. Uh no, he uh had an affair with um. His, uh, well, had an affair and then married his stepdaughter. That's right. Soon Yi. Yo, that's, oh, that, he's, uh, never mind. Seinfeld, uh, uh, 88. I fucking got it. I fucking got it. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and scroll down to controversy. <laughs> um,. <laughs> And uh, when he was 38 years old, Seinfeld started a four-year romantic relationship with Shoshana Lundstein, who was 
a da, 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 17 year old high schooler when they started dating. Uh, ah, so you were pretty on the nose. You were yeah, pretty on the nose. It's almost like I've been watching these fucking movies with a critical eye. Damn. I haven't. This is crazy. <laughs> oh, that sucks. That sucks so bad. I don't like that. I don't like that. Wait, when was that though? What year was it? Uh, ninety three to ninety seven. They were dating. She was God seventeen damn. and ninety ninety three. Yeah, man, motherfuckers got away with everything in the nineties. I feel like the it, when you, you, they still do now, right? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, for the most part. Although we did get Army Hammer, he's fucked. Didn't he tweet about it or some shit though? Did he? I don't know. I'm just making stuff up, but that I like it wouldn't shock me if I saw a tweet from like, Army I, Hammer. I'm gonna go eat this girl. That that's like um that's like the the bit on OJ's prank show, which I think about seven times a week. Um, <laughs> we talked about this last week too. <laughs> I know. I think about it every fucking day. He had a prank show, and one of the pranks was that he was selling a used white Dodge or Ford Bronco. Yeah, because he was rubbing their noses in it. Amazing. Like, what the fuck, dude? Conversely, Sasha Baron Cohen just asked him, granted, undercover, hidden camera, did you did you kill kill her? And uh, obviously he didn't he didn't respond to that, but that's that's hilarious. That is pretty funny. I mean, what else are you gonna ask OJ, right? Like, you know, where's the best place for wings in Buffalo in nineteen eighty eight? Fuck off. Who cares? Um, you think... I've already told the joke about how Ford probably won't let him buy a Bronco. Um, yeah, last week. Oh, probably earlier than that. Uh, that's going to bring us to Ryan's raps. Do you got a rap for me, personally? Could you maintain eye contact with me while you did it? I didn't write a rap this week because it's just the two of us. Ooh, well, but if makes, you give me five minutes, we can pause. That makes I can me write one. feel bad. No, I don't want to no, do I that. No, I don't write it when we do duos or guests. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I guess that brings us to Milk or Merlot. I mean, we could do Who's the Boss. I think we're running short on time, though. Or we're running long, or we are running short. As in it's like 20, 35 minutes into this podcast. Give me five minutes. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're not going to do that on the air. That'd be bonkers. I used to do it on the air. That was the best part. It was the worst part because it would take forever and you wouldn't be at attention during the rest of the podcast. Do you want to do like I feel like, like this a, whole episode. Oh, yeah. Do you want to do like a retrospective? Like we could go back. Oh, director's commentary. I fucking told you we'd be doing this. No, 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 no. going to wait no, till no. season two. Not, not on our own podcast, but like, oh. let's get through this. Let's do Milk and Merlot on this. Get the legs. Talk about what we're doing next week, and then we'll go through. We're, we've watched 61 movies, and we'll go through, and we'll do a little ranky rank. Just you and me. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. As we are the only two that theoretically we're supposed to watch every single movie, although you fucking never did, so... I missed four. I I was also probably absent for four, so I think we're even. Um, hey Ryan, milk or Merlot? Uh, I I. It it wasn't I I I'm gonna say neither. You know, it's yeah. so middle ground. Like yeah, it's just like a warm beer, man. 
It is very much a warm beer. It it did absolutely nothing for me. Like it made me feel no emotions. I thought I couldn't I couldn't tell if it was anti-war or pro-war or anti-American intervention or pro-American intervention. Um I no, I think that's good. I I that's a good point. They really skirted the line. Yeah. They were like we're not going to put any politics. This is about gold and nothing else. Yeah, but it was also like the brutality of war and should America be there and they were saying a lot of slurs at the beginning and um, Yeah, but that's just the reality of the situation. It is true. I guess, I guess, I guess. They did it, their research. Fe- it made me feel nothing. It made me feel nothing. So I'm going to say water because it makes me feel not even water. Oh, that's a good point. Flat flat sparkling water. It's supposed to make me feel something but it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's just our stupid fucking opinions that nobody cares about. Let's get to the real fucking meat of it, baby. Let's get right down to the fucking thick of it. Let's get them legs. Yeah, I'm pulling it up. Why did they name this the Three Kings? They named it that because, like, Spike Jones said it was trying to sing We Three Kings from Orient R. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, like, why was he singing that? Because <laughs> I guess they're bringing gold. I've oh right, and then it was like, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is stupid. David O. Russell can suck it. What are the legs? And the legs. Hold on. This movie made a hundred and nine million dollars. Really? I guess because Marky Mark and. Is that is that adjusted for inflation or is that like yeah adjusted okay. for inflation? That's crazy. That's a the lot. The budget of money. was fifty or forty eight million. Damn, that's almost as much as Cruella. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Hit it. Uh, the legs, and this had an international. God date. damn it, dude! Sorry, the legs. Three point eight three. It's not bad. We're gonna see a slow increase in the legs. Well, we had like eleven a couple weeks ago, and then like nine yesterday. Well, yeah. So we're gonna see some like a some outliers, but it's a slow increase. I guess as we get to the to the heavy hitters, like right Star Wars, Star Wars, the Matrix, Star Wars. It's the Matrix. Um. That's going to do it for Three Kings. Uh, uh, we'll talk about our next movie after we get to this um, this little recap. Do you have any sort of uh, uh, wider thoughts about uh, about the movies so far, my man? Um. Yeah, well, a lot of people ask me why we do this year. Sure. I have no fucking idea. Uh, I decided to. I, that, besides that, yeah, I said the guy who I record this with, my best good friend, name. Sparky. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even say your name. Oh, can't even dignify <laughs> it. Sorry. Uh, he decided one day, and I was like, fuck it. Let's go. It's true. I was going to do this podcast on my own. Which would have been insane. I would have never finished. I would have gotten three movies in. Um, I would have seen The Corruptor and been like, you know what? Fuck this. Fuck this, <laughs> fuck this whole thing. Yeah. This is a horrible idea. Yeah, I would have seen Music of the Heart and given up. I'd have been like, if this is the best that Meryl can put out, then I'm fucked. Yeah. Um, yeah no, that was for sure. horrendous. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that they have generally gotten better. 
Well, yeah, because everyone always thinks of uh, Star Wars, which, granted, wasn't exactly the greatest. There was shit on that. Mm, I think Episode One was pretty fucking saucy. Toy Story Two. But we're getting we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're looking back, right. not looking forward. Sorry, I'm looking forward to one movie in particular. Can you guess what that is? Uh, okay, I'm gonna say that it's uh, American Pie. Are you looking forward to American no, Pie? No, no, the most I'm looking forward to is this one. Deuce Bigelow, gonna... male gigolo. I'll give you two more guesses, three more guesses. Because am I getting guesses. warmer or am I getting uh, colder? Where? What was the first one you said? I said the American Pie. The first one was American Pie, and then the second one was Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. Is American Pie before Deuce Bigelow? American Pie is 20th. It is Oh, after. no, no. No, it's neither of those two. And you've gone further away. Fucking She's All That? No. Um. Two more guesses. I already had two more guesses. Stuart Little. Stuart Little it is. Oh, nice. Yeah. The little mousy guy. <laughs> driving his little mouse car. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> so good. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure in the talented Mr. Ripley, Mark da- or Matt Damon fucks a fish. Um, looking forward to that. Um, uh, so let's draft. Do you, let's go back and forth. I want to draft. We'll draft our top ten worst movies, and then we'll go to the top ten best movies, and we'll sure. each pick five. So you want to go with the. First on the uh, on the worst. First on the worst. The Corruptor. Corruptor was pretty shitty. Pretty bad movie. Um, I'm gonna say True Crime. The the Clint East. What was Arlington Road? Arlington Road was the one with Jeff Bridges. We're like, uh, uh, oh. they didn't close the case, man. There was a network of terrorists, and they're gonna kill again. Yeah, that shit sucked too. What? I loved that movie. I thought that was a really good movie. But them's the rules. Okay. Um, I'm going to say The Bachelor. The Bachelor sucked. Oh, that was the most generic movie I think I could have ever possibly seen. The only redemptive thing was that it had like a, it had like fucking Ed Asner and, uh, uh, um, oh, geez, I can see his face. Artie Lang. Um, yeah, and like somebody else who was just like a fucking stone cold killer, and they they got nothing to do, but it was great. Um, so you said true, cri- I said true crime, and then you said, um, what did you say after that? Uh, I said corruptor. I don't know if you have that one down. Yeah, I got it. And then and then and you then, said Arlington Road. Yeah, I couldn't even remember that one. So okay, putting it. Uh, and then. Fuck, what one did I just say? What was The Wood? The Wood was the one about the kids from Inglewood meeting up for the um Oh uh, right. For the wedding. But not the other one which was people which meeting was up like for the same a wedding yeah. with also with like Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs was in both of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> that was so fucking funny. Holy shit. <laughs> um D- D- Tay-, Tay Diggs had oh. to have gotten confused, right? Like, not known what set he was on? His agent, yeah, there's no way. His agent was just like, I don't know, man, just go to both of them and say the... He, he could have mixed up the lines for each movie. Yeah. And I bet <laughs> and you the director worked, wouldn't yeah. have been noticed. Um, okay, so we've got... We've got... Um, uh, 
We've got the Corrupter, True Crime, Arlington Road, and The Bachelor. It's your turn. Mm. Bringing Out the Dead no. kind of sucked. No. Are you insane? What that was movie was fucking great. That was Susan Sarandon and Natalie Portman. Remember that one? Anywhere But Here? Yeah. It was like Susan Sarandon, and they moved, and... Natalie Portman oh, was that like, one. That yeah. one was okay. That was okay. I'm not, I refuse to put Bringing Out the Dead on this list. Okay, fine. Worst. I'm looking through the list right now. Terrible taste. What was an ideal husband? An ideal husband was that old timey period piece about the guy with the Suez Canal project. Oh, that the, one wasn't even that bad either. It was just very, like, out of stuffy. place for some reason. Yeah. Um, I'll jump oh. in. Or no, you go ahead. I've got my next well, no, one. What were you going to say? I've what got my next saying? one. What is it? No, you have to go. That's how a draft works. Um, what the fuck was Stir of Echoes? That was the I'm one. With Kevin Bacon? That was the one with Kevin yeah, Bacon Kevin and Bacon. that That one was kid. pretty bad. That was pretty bad. You'll go Stir of Echoes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am going with At First Sight. I was about to say that <laughs> if I hadn't seen Stir of Echoes. <laughs> that was such a shitty movie. The fact that Jordan guessed the premise from the pun in the name, terrible. <laughs> All right, your pick. Keep in mind, we only have three left. Okay. Did I skip the insider? See, here's the problem. You can say the know. insider. That's perfectly acceptable. Hang on, I gotta look at who was in this. Al Pacino, Russell Crowe. Oh, I definitely didn't see this one. That's a star-studded <laughs> cast. <laughs> That was the one with the tobacco company. I don't think you watched that one. No. Um, we have like three left, and there are a lot of really shitty movies still up the list. We need to like, <laughs> we need to like, jump up because we were really down in the doldrums. Uh, okay, hang on. Um. Ah, oh, what was that one with the fucking alligators? Uh, Placid. That was enjoyable to watch, though. I want like really shitty, really shitty, like would never watch again. I would never watch the Thirteenth Warrior again. Oh, the Thirteenth Warrior was on that. Was pretty shitty. The Thirteenth Warrior. Um. Okay, and then I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say, mm, let's see. Um, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, Random Hearts. That movie blowed. That was the one. It did give us actually. It gets a pass because it did give us our outro of playing classical gas. That was the one with uh, fucking um, uh, Bruce Willis and um, uh, not Farrah Fawcett. Who am I? Oh, Michelle that was when Tina was still around, and I didn't watch that one either. God damn it! I, dude. I accidentally watched Baby Geniuses oh, in that's place right. of that yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, wait, no, that was the story of us. That was the story of us. What was I thinking of? Random Hearts. Random is what Hearts. You said. Which one was Random Hearts? The one in between Dogma and Lake Placid. Random Hearts. I swear, I think I've done this before. Harrison Ford, Kristen Scott Thomas. Oh, yeah, it was basically the same. Oh, no, that one sucked, too. Not as bad, though. I also didn't see Random Hearts. Dude, did you not see any of these movies? <laughs> I um, picked the good ones to skip. Apparently, I, you did. I guess. I guess that's oh, wait, true. No, oh, what? I've got it. Superstar. 
That was <laughs> the superstar was Mary Catherine. What's it? So bad. Really fucking terrible. All right, this is your last pick. I cannot, for the life of me, tell if I saw Random Hearts or not. <laughs> I'm looking at pictures, like screenshots. It was, it was the one where uh, Harrison Ford. There was like the plane crash, and Harrison Ford and Kristen St- Scott Thomas had that affair. Because both of their both of their significant others died. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm putting that one. Yeah, Random Hearts. That's I, the the fact that like a I'd never watch it again, and b I don't remember. You don't remember a single fucking thing about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on. Um, I'm gonna close this list out with Never Been Kissed because it's gross as fuck. So our 10 worst... Oh, my God. I totally forgot about that one, too. Our 10 worst are The Corrupter, True Crime, Arlington Road, The Bachelor, Stir of Echoes, At First Sight, The 13th Warrior, Superstar, Random Hearts, and Never Been Kissed. Runners up, I'd say. Honorable like, mentions. The out-of-towners. Honorable mentions, the out-of-towners. Yes, absolutely. Um, Mystery Men. Mystery Men... Mystery Men was all right, I guess. I really didn't think so. I mean, like it there was so much. To a kid. There was so much fart humor. It was so gross. It was just like it was such a disgusting movie. Yeah. Um. And I'm gonna also throw in uh, an honorable mention for House on Haunted Hill. Oh yeah, that one was pretty bad. Um. Yeah, that sucked so bad. All right, 10 best. Oh. You get first pick. Wait, what the fuck was Forces of Nature? Forces of Nature was, um, oh, man. It was like. Oh, that was the one with Sandy B, right? Yeah, that was Sandy. Yeah, ben Affleck. Sandy B and Ben Affleck. Oh, wow. Right, did I watch this terrible. movie? I don't remember if I watched this movie. I don't think you were here. I think we did that with. With Scott? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did not see this movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That one was it was ish. It was it was whatever you know. It, the That's first the first thing that comes up is Forces of Nature, nineteen ninety nine striptease scene. Yeah, Ben Affleck does a whole thing in a gay bar. Oh, well, okay. Uh, ten best. Take a take a swing. Uh, Iron Giant. Iron Giant is a fucking great first pick. Um. Hmm. We've already seen some such heavy hitting films. Really like good classics. Really good films. I'm gonna say Ooh, otherwise can I just pop in here and say honorable mention for Summer of Sam is a terrible movie? Oh yeah, go for it. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with our hey, if you go from the bottom, I'll go from the top and then we'll meet at the middle, huh? Okay. Um I'm gonna say Eyes Wide Shut. I thought it was a fucking great movie. Oh, yeah, I was going to add that to my list as well. Eyes so. wide shut. Okay, your move. Uh, Dogma. Dogma, yeah. That one was Such v- a good very one. good. Um, I mean, what's your face is God. It was Alanis Morissette. Yeah. Very good. Um, oh, God, Stigmata sucked so bad. <laughs> um, just so many of them sucked. Uh, I'm going to say... I would I'd love to say the Cider House rules, but Toby McGuire fucking just does not do anything for me. Toby's in that? I didn't see that one. Fuck. Oh yeah, you were out. Scott was here. 
Yeah, Tobey Maguire uh, is an abortion doctor. I think it's worth watching. Um, it's a pretty good movie, but it's not Are going on my it? list. I'm just no. not going on my list. Maybe honorable mention. I'm gonna throw on uh, Ten Things I Hate About You." Oh, classic! It's a good one. It did suck that the song that sung right in the middle of it is the song uh, that my girlfriend and I used to sing to, and she was right on the other side of the wall. Uh, that's tough. That was Always tough, but that's it. never gonna fucking happen again. So we're all Gucci on that movie. Uh, Unless you watch. Well, gotta cut that out. So, uh, your your pick. Uh, <laughs> I hear you whispering shit. I I'm whispering. God, all of these suck so bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. God. Yeah. Wait. I'm, like, forced to pick ones that also suck, kind of. I guess being John Malkovich was pretty good. Yeah, being John Malkovich, that's a good one. Um, I'm going to say Election. What? Election, the second movie mm-hmm. that we watched. Really? With Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, it was and- really good. It was, in comparison to everything else... Yeah, I think it was pretty good. Interesting. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess it was okay. It, top ten though. It was. I guess top ten so far. Yeah, I mean, still. yeah, I mean, pick something else then, man. Fair enough. Ten's a lot. And there's a lot of shitty ones. How many do we have left? Uh, we have uh four left. Oh, South Park. Don't worry. I left you some good ones that I just read now. Yeah, I'm going to say uh I'm going to say that my pick is going to be um I would say bringing out the dead, but I know how you feel about it. <laughs> um I'm going to say Fight Club. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. Regrettably, because why? Because I'm a 23 year old white guy who grew up in the suburbs, and it's a little bit on the nose for me to really like Fight Club, but I do. It's a good movie. It doesn't mean you have to fucking relate to being a domestic terrorist and blowing up downtown Chicago. You know that is a very good point, and I redact my hesitation. Fight Club. (laughs) Okay. Um. Hmm. Oh, Man on the Moon. Yeah, you think so? Jim Carrey. Yeah, I I, I liked it. It was chaotic. Ten is Galapagos. Oh, always, always, always Galapagos. Always the top of the list, baby. The legs don't lie. Um. So, uh, if you want to watch a good movie from 1999, might we recommend with fish? Iron Giant with Steak, Eyes Wide Shut, Dogma, Ten Things I Hate About You, Being John Malkovich, Election, South Park, Fight Club, Man on the Moon, Galapagos. Why did you start that off with fish? Because it's like recommending a wine. Oh. You dits. Hey, man. <laughs> I, okay, hang on. <laughs> you gave zero, like absolutely zero. I said, might we recommend? 
That's what uh, sommeliers well, say. Sorry, that's some fucking niche bullshit if I've ever seen it. <laughs> Pretentious motherfucker. Holy shit. We've now gone too long, so thank you very much for listening uh, to our uh, our little recap, our little little over mid-season recap. You can join us next week when our movie will be the 1999 classic romance movie She's All That. Fucking Freddie Prince Jr., Rachel Lee Cook. Three names for everybody. Fucking a little Kim's in this. Hell yeah. Let's party. Here's the log line. A high school jock makes a bet that he can turn an unattractive girl into the school's prom queen. Okay, well, that girl is Rachel Lee Cook, so mission accomplished already, I guess. You asshole. Guess who's in this one? Oh, who's in this one? Matthew Lillard. Matt Lillard. Holy shit, dude. Holy shit. Fucking Kieran Culkin's in this too. No way. Hell yes. He was in so many fucking movies in 1999. I'm so stoked. Usher? They got Usher? Usher's in this shit? Yeah, Fuck. dude. Going from three names yes. to one just like that. Dude, are you insane? And Jody Lynn O'Keefe coming in with four-ish to three and a half. Unfortunately, it is the last movie that we're going to have with Kieran Culkin. He was in Music of the Heart, She's All That, The Cider House Rules. Um, That's it. But you weren't there for. That was in 99. You can't do more than three movies a year. You should go watch Cider House Rules. Get some good old Culkin action, baby. Yeah, I suppose. Fuck. That's going to be a fun movie. And guess what? It's only an hour and a half. Oh, thank God. I'm going to nut. But to hear that nut, (laughs) join us next week. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Uh, uh, Jordan will probably be back next week if he's not. Uh, resurrected from his spiritual death, then we'll find somebody else to do it. If you want to be on the show, tweet at us at 99100 podcast. What's the handle, Ryan? Uh, I think it's just at 99100 pod. Let me double check. You did make it, so you probably should know. I'm so stoked. I'm so fucking stoked for Kieran Culkin next week. I'm sorry I yelled. And it's got Paul Walker. Damn. How do I even see and my... I'm Gabby so bad Union. at Twitter. I'm like, yeah, it's 99100pod. Nice. Our bio is a spark plug and two Jews walk into a bar. We'll workshop that. I, th- I thought it was pretty lights out. I think you nailed it in one. Oh, um, word. I mean, we'll, we'll have to come up with a punchline, but um, we get there are more weeks to do that. So thank you so much for listening. I have been your flying solo host, Sparky Shelton. Miss you, Jordan. And as always, I'm Ryan. And now, a classical. Classical.